The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 16th edition. We have a little itty-bitty seven-game slate on tap tonight after the fun we had the last couple nights. Uh, another interesting evening on the Diamonds. It's been fun. It's a grind. you got to kind of think off the ball or go chalky as chalk. There's really two approaches to it, and uh, it's been a good run. That's how the end of the baseball season goes, folks. It's just the way it goes, and... It actually somehow gets a little easier come September when everybody goes and plays football, maybe a little basketball towards the end, and uh, they forget all about baseball. And it uh, definitely lightens things up a bit. So let's keep on grinding on, and we'll get at it. But we have that seven-game slate tonight. Cubs at Pirates, total of 8.5. Nationals at Cardinals, 8.5. Rockies at Braves, 8.5. Waiting on the total between Anaheim and Texas, but that will be very large, probably in the 9.5, 10, 10.5 range. Tigers, Twins, 9. Jays, Royals, 9.5. D-backs, Padres, 8. So every total but one is 8.5 or more. Gives you an idea of what we are dealing with tonight. Um, we have chances of rain between the Cubs and the Pirates in Pittsburgh. And then in Kansas City, between Toronto and the Royals. Keep an eye on those two. But uh, those are the ones that we're looking at. Hopefully we kind of can dodge them like we've done the last few nights. Let's get into it. Before we do, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Uh, if you're new to draft, use promo code SD Sports when you sign up and make a deposit, and you'll get an entry to a free $3 tournament. What these $3 tournaments are are snake-style drafts, just the way you like them. You get paid off the next day if you want. They have baseball right now. They had golf teed off this morning, so you'll have to wait till next week. First round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And until the regular season of football starts right now, they have best ball drafts that are absolutely awesome. Fast drafts, slow drafts, whatever you're looking for. But you can get into a free $3 tournament when you make your first deposit using promo code SD Sports. Highly recommend it, so go check it out. Also, if you give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to, preferably iTunes, but any of them, it works out really, really well. It would be much, much appreciated. Um, the, the, for any of the podcasts, just do Bench with Bubba. Dropped another one uh, later today with Jason Collette talking uh, MLB Fantasy Baseball. We had a wide receiver podcast with Fighting Chance Ryan, one, episode 114. Tons of stuff going out there. We'd really, really appreciate it. Around the base with Bub and Mo as well. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and Jesse. 
Uh, there's so much going on. It's it's great. And then we'll have the two-point conversion at NFL DFS Podcast starting up possibly next week with myself and James McCool. So go check that out. Lots of good stuff. And some ratings and reviews would really, really help the progress. So I'd appreciate it. But other than that, let's get at it. You're pitching on the slate. There is nobody over $9,500 tonight, which makes sense when you look at the totals. Your top-priced arm is Clay Buckholtz. Yes, this is not a an error. Your top-priced arm is Clay Buckholtz at $9,500. He is on the road at the wonderful San Diego Padres, who we know what everybody stinks for his right-handed pitching. They're just not good. Not good at all. He's faced them once this year, five and two-thirds, six hits, three earned, seven Ks for 19.4 points. He has been very, very good. 13 April, 24-1, 19-4, 22-2, 24-1. Buckles has been good, and he's been a little better on the road than at home this year. 2.18 ERA on the road. Going up against San Diego, I'm not going to read their stats for the 17th millionth time in a row. We know they strike out almost 26% of the time. We know they have a subpar below 300 Woba and a subpar below 150 ISO against right-handed pitching. They are bad. And Buckholz is a great play tonight. And people will say, I am not paying up for Clay Buckholz. Well, I'll probably pay up for Clay Buckholz. Just put it that way. Uh, Tanner Rourke next up at 9100 bucks. You look at his overall season peripherals, not good. Not good at all. Uh, he has been better on the road at 336 ERA. In his last like, four or five starts, he's been really, really good. 24.7, 17.6, 29.4, 41.6. In his last four starts, he's going up against a Cardinals team that likely will be without Matt Carpenter tonight because he took a, a shot and the x-rays are negative. But uh, cortisone or a CT scan coming today to determine if there's any smaller fractures to be concerned about, but did, did not look good. And the Cardinals strike out 22% against right-handed pitching. And Rourke, his biggest bugaboo is lefties can get to him, but righties can't. Uh, on the season, they're hitting 339, but lefties hitting 317 when it comes to Woba and ISO. Below, like around 300 and around 150 or below. So they're average at best against Tanner Rourke. And the Cardinals, without Matt Carpenter, send out a righty-heavy lineup. You know, they'll be Colton Wong. Yeah. He's been playing well. But uh, other than that, a boatload of righties unless they mix things up out there. So um, Tanner Rourke could be a sneakier play at 9,100. You have John Gray at $8,700. He's been outstanding outside of his last start since his return from the minor leagues. His last start out, he struggled against the Dodgers, five and two-thirds, four and four Ks. That was in Coors. Prior to that, though, 28.4 at Milwaukee, 22.9 at St. Louis, 24 at home against Houston, 26.9 at home against Seattle. So really, really good stuff there after his little hiatus he took to the minor leagues. So in Atlanta, Gray becomes a very good player at $8,700. Many will say he should be the top price guy over Buckholz. Yeah, I can't argue it, but Buckholz has earned a little more respect than that. Atlanta strikes out close to 21% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Gray's numbers, like I said, look great. Uh, the Braves have a team total of 4.3. Lefties 323. Righties 275. It's a pick your poison. We know the Braves offense can beat up on anybody. At the same time, John Gray can shut anybody down. So 8,700 for Gray could be very, very nice. Last guy up here is Julio Tejeron at 8,200 bucks at home against those Colorado Rockies. He has a 399 ERA at home on the season. Uh, last start out against Milwaukee, 19.9 DraftKings points. Very, very GPP-type plays. He's so up and down on his consistency. But it is a Colorado team outside of Coors that strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Tejeron's biggest problem is he doesn't go up some hard contact, but it's, he, he walks almost 12% that he faces. And that's not going to cut it more often than not. When you look at the Rockies, a 4.2 team total. Lefties, 371. Righties, 324 off of Tejeron. 
but we know the Rockies struggle against right-handed pitching, especially outside of Coors. On the year, they have a 312 Woba and 169 ISO to average at best. They're really not the world beaters we once remember them being, especially on the road versus right-handed pitching. So if you want to be a little different, Tate on at 82 could be the play for you. Let's dip below 6K real quick, but if you want me to recap the top, I got uh, I got personally Buckholtz 1. I'm really going that route. John Gray 2, Tanner Roark 3, Tehran 4 is where I'd be looking. But uh, differentiate where you will, what makes you feel comfortable, but that's where I'll be looking. Down below here, it's ugly. If you can somehow get up top for two guys and get some cheap bats, I would do it. But Sam Gaviglio is an option you have here. Uh, he's been much better at home than on the road, and he's on the road. So be careful. The weather is interesting in Kansas City tonight. But Gaviglio, 20.4 is last time against Tampa Bay. And then at Seattle, 14.8. Then you only get a minus 6, a 7.9. Then a 19.9, 6.5, minus 12.5, 15.6, 15.6, It's a roller coaster with Gaviglio, and he's 6,800 bucks. But he is going up against a Kansas City team that we know it's hot this week. And I think this can be a fun one again tonight. It's one of the higher totals on the slate. But you got to stick your flag somewhere. Kansas City strikes out 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Gaviglio's got a 46.5% ground ball rate. Kansas City's team total is 4.6, our third highest on the slate. Lefty's 382, righty's 308 versus Gaviglio. There are a lot of righties in that Royals lineup. They have a 294 Woba, 135 ISO, both below average, pretty bad. So if it's a righty-heavy lineup, Gaviglio could be in play for you. Just realize there's a lot of risk with it. The other guy down here you can look at is Francisco Liriano at $5,800. Uh, not a fan of using Francisco if you don't have to. He's faced Minnesota once this year, five innings, three earned, three Ks for 5.3 points. He averages 10.3 on the road this year. Uh, uh, it's just not pretty. Face Minnesota's last time out, actually. And then he's at Oakland, 8.5, Cleveland, 4.7, then at KC, 15.1. He had an 8.4, a minus 8, an 11.5. He's not a world beater by any means. He's kind of a okay flourish, but not a bunch of upside. So. If you want to go down there, you go to Liriano at 58. But the, the subpar pitching is really bad. If something opens up, we'll, we'll break it down in the Slack chat. But there's really nothing that stands out here. Like Taylor Cole's coming up uh, out of the bullpen to pitch for Anaheim at 4K. If you just want to punt the position, you can go there. It, it's ugly all around. So recapping your pitching. Up top, I got Buckholtz, Gray, Rourke, Teheran. And then down below, I got Gaviglio and then Liriano. Basically, like I said, it is ugly but let's get to your bats on this seven game slate kicking it off as always in the catcher's position you got francisco cervelli at 42 or Elias diaz at 4k against lester people might tout lester he's been okay this year but we know the pirates love them some johnny lester when it comes to a match that left we've been on him for a couple years now on this quick hits podcast there's a reason he's placed at 7300 bucks when he's faced the Pirates, he's faced them four times this year. He's given up 12 earned and 23 innings pitched. He struck out seven. He's averaging 12.6 a game against them Buckos. But uh, Cervelli, Diaz, both can be in play for you. Uh, Ronnie Chirinos in at home against Cole and the and the Angels bullpen at 41 is a very, very good-looking play. If you want to save a few dollars, you can look at uh, Francisco Arcia of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He's 3600 bucks. Nice hit and left-handed bat in hitter-friendly Texas. It's going to be our Coors Field of the day. Uh, going with Gerardo, who's not good at baseball at all. Uh, when you look at the Angels, we're still waiting on that total because of the pitching change. But when you look at Gerardo, lefty's 403, righty's 396. So a lot to like there when it comes to uh, to Arcia at 3600 bucks. I think he's a really, really good play today. 
Uh, Salvi Perez, our boy, we were all over him yesterday, especially uh, in the Slack chat. He double-donged. He's heating up again. 33 yesterday, 14, uh, 0, a 10. Definitely getting it going of late. He's 3600 bucks for Scaviglio if you're going that route. In that same game, though, you got uh, Danny Jansen, 3600 bucks. Really good pit, uh, catcher. He hasn't played. Uh, he had the day off yesterday. So hopefully he's back in the lineup today. Uh, really good power bat there. Going up against Sparkman, who's making the spot start for Kansas City. And Sparkman is not good. Lots of, uh, I get an ERA close to five in the minors. And it's just, it's not pretty. And he's really struggled in his short time when spot starts in the big. So you can look that direction if you want. Alex Avila, 3,600 versus uh, Knicks is another option for you there. But I'd stick in that Arcia Perez Jansen, $3,600 range. I think you'll be very, very happy with your results. Arcia probably be the, the best one tonight, but they're all really good spots. All of them have home run upside in their matchups. If for some reason, Arcia is not catching for Anaheim. Briseño is in at $3,300. I, like, I don't mind that at all either. Both really good options for you there. Other than that, you'll find some value down there. Maybe a, a James McCann or a Brian Wilson with Minnesota, a Mitch Garver with Minnesota, stuff like that. But check your lineups. If you can stay in those three guys in that 36 range, I like it a lot. Uh, go to first base. Remember Carpenter's day-to-day. I'd really be surprised if he cracks the lineup tonight. But Paulie Goldschmidt against Knicks, very, very solid. Knicks, um, not a bunch of strikeout stuff. A lot of pitch to contact in his first debut. And you looked at the the minors. I broke them down on the nasty cast I was on the other night. He had about a 7 and a 7.5 K per night. So not a big strikeout guy. Lots of contact. Uh, you got Goldie coming into town with a 4.15 total. Lefty's 369, righty's 296. In a small sample, Goldie kind of outweighs that sample at 5,200. If you want to be contrarian, the, the, the Braves are in play versus Gray. If you want to be contrarian, a small slate, you might want to be. So guys like Freddie Freeman at 51 are worth a look. I absolutely love Joey Gallo tonight. You got Cole coming out in the spot start. And then Angels bullpen at 4900 bucks in a very hitter-friendly environment tonight in Texas. First base outfield for Gallo at 49 is very, very nice. Yeah, I wouldn't even go to the top guy. that started Gallo and work your way down. Like a guy like uh, Anthony Rizzo had a big game yesterday. Maybe that carries over. Facing Ivan Nova at forty six hundred dollars, um, Cubs have a four point two total. Righty's three twenty four, but lefty's three ninety five. They've always had a good time with Nova, so uh, keep an eye on that one with Joe, uh, Anthony Rizzo. Another one that will probably go low owned. He's first base, third base eligible, but in his last ten games, he's averaging seven and a half. He's gone seven, sixteen, zero, ten, uh, three twenty one. So ten or more in three of his last five. Miguel Sano's at forty five hundred bucks, starting to slowly heat it up there. And he's facing one Francisco Lariano, waiting on the total in that Texas game where they should both have some high totals between Texas and Anaheim. But the Twins right now have the highest total at 4.95. Lefty's 308, righty's 387. And yeah, Sano is a GPP only because he can strike out four times, kind of like Joey Gallo. But man, you can put Sano and Gallo in a lineup together and have a lot of firework potential in that lineup. So Sano at 45, can't sleep on him. Ronald Guzman at Texas at 44 if you want to play for that GPP upside. Same with Justin. Uh, smoke at 4,300. But David Freeze, first base, third base eligible, eligible versus Lester at 42, comes into play if you want to save a few bucks at the position. Um, other than that, sliding down like a Daniel Murphy versus uh, Luke Weaver at 38 could come into play for you. A Tyler Austin, if you want to kind of go real cheap and weird at first base, 3,800 bucks versus Liriano. Uh, Kendris Morales, 35. Maybe a couple other pop up, but that's the gist of it there. But uh, like that Gallo Sano combo, I like a lot with some Rizzo. You got the Guzman smoke and your GPP, some Freeze, and then a couple others down below. But you can do some damage there at the position. 
Second base, you got Javi Baez, second base shortstop. He's crushing righties, lefties. He's a great play if you can get him in there at 5K. If not, totally cool. Because Rubio Dorr at 49 versus Cole is outstanding. This Texas team, it's looking real nice tonight. They should be the chalk on the slate if you can afford them. Problem is, you're going to have to punt some pitching to afford them, and that just makes things really interesting. So uh, see what you can do there. Ozzy always a 48 if you want to be contrarian. Again, is worth a look. Sliding down, Alberto Mondesi. I love the guy. I said it again yesterday. He can be super productive. The bat knife does have its, its reachbacks, but if you want to go there, you can. Um, Whit Merrifield at 4K. I like him again tonight. Another solid look for Whit Merrifield. Mentioned Daniel Murphy already. Um, Nico Goodrum at 38 is always a, a value play for me there. Devin Travis at 38 for Sparkman. And then Colton Longers Rourke at 37 are all options for you there. David Boat, second base, third base is 37. Um, Logan Forsythe, another cheapy I don't mind. He's second base, third base. He's 3500 bucks, hitting in the middle of that Twins order. Definitely a part of a stack with like Snow and Company or even a one-off just value play. Uh, 3500 at second base or third base. I can definitely dig that. Let's head over to the third base position where you have up top, Matty Carpenter, probably not playing, but you got Arenado at 49. With Jerks and Pro Farbers, Cole at 48, third base shortstop. I can definitely get behind that. Miguel Sano again, 4500 I like that quite a bit. Uh, Descalso at 43 is interesting versus Knicks. Camargo in a GPP at 42 versus Gray. But then again, you got David Fries at 42 against John Lester. So I'm going to keep an eye on there. Anthony Rendon at 41 is always a kind of mid-pack guy you can look at for value. Uh, Taylor Ward, he's found the lineup, or on DraftKings at least. We've been talking about him yesterday. He's 3700 bucks. He's third base eligible. Has caught a lot in the minors. Apparently going to play him at third base right now. But Taylor Ward against Dorado at 37 is some nice value there. Uh, in what's going to be the firework game of the night, or should be the firework game of the night. Again, you got Logan Forsythe at 35. If Fletcher from Angels is playing, he usually hits towards the top versus lefties, but if he is versus righties, he's second base, third base at 34. Another value in that ballpark. It's kind of like finding Coors Field value with the away team. So check out some of those guys at the third base position. Shortstop, you got Baez again at 5K, which I definitely like. Profar at 48. Uh, Trey Turner at 46 could be a very contrarian play here. He hits righties better than lefties power-wise and can get on some steals, some bags, so I don't hate it. Uh, Elvis Andrews at 44 in that ballpark is interesting. You mentioned Camargo and Mondesi earlier. But like Jorge Polanco switch hitting versus Liriano at 41 can be very, very nice if you don't want to pay all the way up to the top. Other than that, it's really bleak tonight, really bleak. You guys have to check lineups to see what other value possibly comes up because, to be honest, there ain't much of the shortstop position. This is one you're going to have to probably pay a little bit for. Heading into the outfield, you're going to have your usual suspects at top. Um, Trout's supposed to be back soon. What are they shooting for here? Uh, he may not return Thursday. So keep an eye on that because he's in a great spot if he does. But uh, Ronald Acuna took one off the first pitch off his elbow. That was horrible. He's probably not playing again tonight. But like Justin Upton in that ballpark at 55 is outstanding. That's a great price tag. I love Shohei Otani tonight at 5200 bucks. I think he's a really, really good player versus Gerardo. Wouldn't be shocked if Otani goes deep. Uh, as you can tell, I love this Texas Angels game, but I think everyone's going to. should be the easy one to target. Uh, Senshu Chu at 51 is not bad either. Uh, Harper gets Weaver at 5K is interesting. Weaver's been up and down. Harper's been up and down. You look at the Nats, a, th- a four total, but lefties at 359 off Weaver compared to 309 for the right-handed side of the plate. So Harper could be a – when everyone goes to this Angels-Texas game, Harper, you might get low-owned at 5K. You going down a little farther, and get Joey Gallo at 49. Charlie Blackman versus Tejeron at 47 is very, very nice in that matchup. Uh, Juan Soto at 47 as well versus Weaver. Like both of those quite a bit. 
Another piece of that Angels lineup, Cole Calhoun's only 4400 bucks, likely leading off for Toronto. I like that quite a bit as well. That's a good-looking play there. Uh, Gritchick Hernandez in a GPP for Toronto. If you want to be contrarian at 42 versus Sparkman, I can get behind that. Um, Willie Calhoun's only 4100 versus Cole. Farther down you look, though, the Grandy Man. Told you he's that GPP guy leading off. He went big for it yesterday. 23 DraftKings points. He went deep, four RBIs. He's very, very inconsistent. But leading off at 4K, he's another GPP player tonight against Sparkman. I like that quite a bit to be contrarian. Mentioned Whit Merrifield at 4,400. If the lineup of the Shields Jr. cracks the lineup, he is a birthday boy at 3,900 bucks versus uh, Cole. Could be another guy to look at there. Uh, farther down the 3K wagon here, you know, like Harrison Bader, probably not tonight. Uh, Brett Phillips at 3,800 versus Gaviglio. If he's got a decent spot in the order, you can look at that one. Uh, Max Kepler has sneaky, decent power versus lefties at 3,800 bucks. If you want to be really, really contrarian, he's in play. Nico Goodrum at 38, we do like that. Marcelo Zuna went deep yesterday. That's why I told you he's so tilting because he's he's always a good value. He can always fit into a lineup, and he's always inconsistent. But when he pop, pops off, he's got that ability to have big games. Unlike the kind of, He's not like an eight-point guy. When he goes off, he goes off. So Ozuna at 37 is always in a GPP play when he's priced like that. Uh, yeah, Bonifacio at 34 if you want to be against those crappy pitchers there. Um, Jake Cave maybe at 33 versus Liriano. Alex Gordon's 3200 bucks down here. Uh, Eric Young Jr. is really cheap again for the Angels. You can take a look at him and his lineup spot. Other than that, you know, um, you got Herrera from Kansas City at 2900 versus Caviglio. If you want to absolutely punt the joint, you can go that direction as well. So very interesting night because pitching down below is garbage, so you got to save some cash. But if you want the Texas Angels game, you might have to punt a position you don't want to punt or punt some pitching. So either way, could be very, very interesting. Recapping that pitching tonight, you have Buckholtz, Gray, Tanner Rourke, and Julio Tejeron up top. And then down below, you got Gaviglio and Francisco Liriano. So, yeah, if you want to punt the position, you can make it rock and roll. But uh, simple stacks tonight. You know, I like the Royals. I like the Jays. I like both of them, especially the left-handed sides of the plate. But both very good spots there. Uh, the Twins versus Liriano, especially from the right side, can be sneaky nice. But Texas, Angels, those that's the that's the cash cow tonight. That's where you want to be. Right-handed bats from Pittsburgh can be sneaky versus Leicester. Uh, there's pretty much offense available in every game. It's that kind of night. So pick where you want to go. If you want to fade the Angels in the Texas game, you'll be very unique. So that's why I think paying up for pitching and you know targeting Toronto and Kansas City and maybe some Minnesota. And you know you could have like a Texas Angels one-off or two, but don't stack them like everybody else, especially in your single entry or three-entry max type deals. It will differentiate yourself. If that game goes off, you're screwed. Just treat it like Coors Field. Either go all in or stay away. That's the way to look at it. On a seven-game slate, unlike a 14-game slate, you'll look even more different because it'll be more congested at the at the, the chalky game tonight. But, uh, I'm not saying avoid it because it could pop off, and if you don't have it, it could be a real quick night for you. But if you want to be different, that's a huge way to be different right there. Let's go to your BVP on this seven-game slate. Elias Diaz, Josh Bell, Echeverria, Mercer, Harrison all have homers off of uh, Lester, Francisco Cervelli has two homers off of Lester. Uh, Josh Bell, 5 for 14 versus him with his homer. Um, David Freese, 9 for 28, two doubles. A lot of good stuff there with those Pirates, as we've mentioned before. Uh, when it comes to Nova, Wilson Contreras, 4 for 8 with a double. Rizzo, 4 for 10 with a double. Schwarber has a homer. Ian Happ, two homers. Russell, a homer. Baez, two homers off of Nova. Marcelo Zuna is 10 for 35 with two doubles, a triple, and a homer off of Tanner Rourke. 
Uh, da, da, da. Charlie Blackman has a double and a homer off of Julio Tejeron. Conforto's taken. Uh, we don't have that game, so it's a double header. Logan Forsythe, 4 for 10 with a double off of Lariano. Tyler Austin has taken Lariano deep. Talked about him as a cheaper first base option. Victor Martinez, if he could still hit this way, it'd be great. But he's 15 for 43 with a 349 average with four homers off of Urban Santana. Nico Goodrum's taken Santana deep, so it's Jose Iglesias. And then Eric Hosmer's 4 for 12 off of Buckholtz, but really nothing else to write home about there. So there you have it. Quick hits in the book. Seven-game Thursday slate to, to get you going. But uh, go check out thesportsdegens.com at thesportsdegens. A lot going on there. Andrew McClintock's got three really good guys you can look at that are low-owned, increased roles to help your fantasy baseball team down the stretch. Our boy Coop Fiasco, he's back. He gave you the first-round redraft strategy. Now he breaks down the second and the third round, a little zero running back options, different running backs, different uh, receivers to target in the second and third rounds. Really great piece there. He's doing some really good stuff. There's more to come. He's got some great ideas there. So go check that out. We got uh, Around the Bases with Bubba Mopes on 76 with an uh, interview with Smarty Jones from The Good Fight. Great stuff there, talking NL playoffs and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, Bench with Bubba, episode 114 with Fighting Chance Ryan previewing the right uh, wide receiver position, the early part of the wide receiver. I'm going to take a deeper dive into it, hopefully the next podcast, uh, with that I do football on. Uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 115, coming out today with Jason Collette, talking fantasy baseball. Great talking with one of the, the best minds in the game from the sleeper on the bus, Jason Collette. That was great. Uh, so much going on at the site. I probably missed stuff. There, it's really, really good. We're growing. Join the Slack chat. Give us a rating review. All the good stuff. Go to draft.com. But more importantly, go make some money tonight. Get it in. And join the Slack chat. Because we got a guy, I told you, with um, we got a big Friday, a big Saturday, a big Sunday slate of preseason, I believe, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, a pretty good-sized slates on each night. And he's going to be writing for the site later this year for NFL DFS. And he's got some nuggets for preseason. I know I uh, I cashed last week with him. So come join us there and come check it out. But uh, good luck on your seven-game slate. I'll be back with you tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 16th edition. I'm out.